the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Look what it says in verse 11. Her heads judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for pay. And her prophets divine for money. Yet they lean on the Lord and they say, Is not the Lord among us? No harm can come upon us. All the leaders, what we would call the political leaders and the religious leaders in the nation, they were all corrupt. They could be bought. In Micah's Judah and Israel, the people who were supposed to be the most humble were the least humble. The men who were charged by God to be the most even-handed were open to being bribed. And as a result, of course, the common people had to live under injustice. Although they thought they were getting away with this, Pastor Dan's teaching will show you that they didn't. God was watching, and he wasn't happy about what was going on. He was about to drop the hammer, and Micah was letting them know. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Micah, chapter 3, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. self-serving as a false prophet or a false teacher, you want to say things that will draw a crowd and keep a crowd coming back. And you're going to avoid the things that is going to thin out the crowd because they don't want to hear that. So it's always positive messages with the false teachers. And I think Micah is a great example for us to follow Again, just kind of in the days that we live in and the times that we live in, the culture that we live in, we live in a time when good is called evil and evil is called good, much like Micah. We have rulers that seem to be leading the nation astray and false teachers leading the church astray. And so what should we do? Well, just like Micah, we should be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and fearlessly proclaiming the truth of God's word to people. Daniel said the wicked will do wickedly. So don't be surprised when you see the wicked doing wickedly. But as for us, as for us, the people of God, we should be filled with the power of God and declaring his truth with boldness. And Jesus promised you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses for me. And so we should be praying, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Lord, fill me with your power. Give me boldness. To proclaim your truth. Give me boldness to proclaim the gospel. Give me boldness to open my mouth. And tell people about you. Just as Micah did. Here in verse 9 we see that Micah boldly proclaimed the truth to the nation. Look what he says in verse 9. Now hear this. (laughs) You heads of the house of Jacob. 
and rulers of the house of Israel who abhor justice and pervert all equity. He addresses the leaders of the nation and the leaders of the nation abhor justice. That means they hate justice. They loathe it. What's just in God's eyes, what's right in God's eyes is what that means. The leaders hate what's right in God's eyes. They hate what God's word says. They loathe it. And look what it says. They pervert equity. Now, the word equity, when it's used in the Bible, it means that which is right or that which is correct. And so the leaders of the nation pervert what is right. They twist what is right. That's how you end up calling good evil and evil good. By twisting what is right and making a perversion of it. He goes on to say to these leaders who build up Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with iniquity. Now, Jerusalem was the capital city of Judah, the southern kingdom. It's their Washington, D.C. I'm not drawing a parallel. I'm just trying to make you understand that this is their capital city. Jerusalem as the capital city of Judah, the center of government, it was built on corruption. The government was built on corruption. That's what it's talking about here. You built up Zion with bloodshed and Jerusalem with iniquity. Look what it says in verse 11. Her heads judge for a bribe. Her priests teach for pay. And her prophets divine for money. Yet they lean on the Lord and they say, is not the Lord among us? No harm can come upon us. All the leaders, what we would call the political leaders and the religious leaders in the nation, they were all corrupt. They could be bought. And yet they thought the Lord would never judge their nation because they were God's chosen people. They had God's temple in Jerusalem, and so God would never allow their nation to fall. They said, no harm can come upon us. Because we're Israel. We're God's people. We got the temple. God would never allow anything to happen to our great nation. The leaders were foolishly arrogant in their sin. They were self-deceived. Now watch what God says in verse 12. Notice in verse 12 where he places the blame. Therefore, because of you... Zion shall be plowed like a field. Jerusalem shall become heaps of ruins and the mountain of the temple like the bare hills of the forest. Notice God says, because of you, because of the wicked leaders, God's judgment came upon the nation. Leaders matter. Leaders who can discern between right and wrong, good and evil, according to God's word, that matters. And he squarely lays it on them because of you. Zion shall be plowed like a field. Now, Zion is one of the hills of the city of Jerusalem. The original city of Jerusalem that was built by King David was built on Mount Zion. If you've been to Israel and you went to the city of David or you did Hezekiah's tunnel, that's in Zion. Jerusalem shall become a heap of ruins. And the mountain of the temple, Mount Moriah, where the temple was built, it shall be a bare hill. Remember in Matthew 24, when the disciples of Jesus were admiring the temple, 
This is a later temple. This is not Solomon's temple that's described here. That's Herod's temple in Matthew 24. But they're admiring the temple, specifically some of the stones of the temple that were so large. And Jesus said, see this temple here? I'm telling you, not one stone will be left upon another. And remember, the disciples asked, their question was, when will this be? When will the end of the age be? Because in their minds, if the temple is going to be completely destroyed, it must be the end of the world. So when is that going to happen then? And for Israel at this time to be told, verse 12, that Jerusalem will be a heap of ruins, that the mountain of the temple will be bare like the hill of a forest, that Zion will be plowed up like a field. How could that ever happen? Now, this will be fulfilled about 150 years later after Micah by the Babylonians in 586 B.C., They'll come in, they're going to destroy the city, they're going to burn it to the ground, and just completely destroy Jerusalem. So chapter 3 ends with this prophecy about the destruction of Jerusalem. Chapter 4 now gives Israel hope for the future. In chapter 4, God looks down through history, even beyond our present day, the time that we're living in, And he looks all the way down to the kingdom age. When Jesus Christ returns to the earth in his second coming, literally, physically, to the earth. And the Bible tells us that when Jesus Christ returns to the earth, he will establish Jerusalem as his capital from which he will reign over all the earth. And so Micah here, remember, there's no chapter break in the original prophecy that he gives. So Micah goes from describing the corruption of the leadership of Israel to the righteousness of the kingdom of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, this kingdom that will come. Just as we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's describing now this kingdom here that will come, the messianic kingdom or the millennial kingdom. You've got the crucifixion, resurrection and ascension of Jesus Christ. And then you have the beginning of the church age. We currently live in the church age right now. And then the church age ends with the rapture of the church when Jesus descends in the clouds and the church is caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Sometime after that, the seven year tribulation begins upon the earth. The day of the Lord begins at the end of the seven year tribulation. Jesus comes back to the earth in his second coming where he comes uh, with great glory and power riding out of heaven in the book of Revelation. Riding out of heaven on a white horse, robe dipped in blood. We're riding back with him. We return to the earth with him. And then he sets up his kingdom on the earth. And he reigns over the earth for a thousand years. And then you have the great white throne judgment. And then you have the creation of the new heaven and the new earth. The eternal state. And we all live happily ever after. Chapter 4 of Micah is talking about the kingdom age. That is to come when Jesus Christ returns to the earth. Both chapters 4 and 5 look ahead to the second coming of Jesus Christ in his kingdom. This reign of Christ upon the earth. Now, let me just give you a little bit of information. 27% of your Bible is prophecy. So prophecy is a major theme in the Bible. The New Testament in your Bible, the New Testament makes up 22% of the Bible. So if you were to just 
never look at prophecy or never consider prophecy or never talk about prophecy. That's like ignoring the New Testament in your Bible. It's 27% of your Bible is prophecy. And the emphasis of prophecy is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Overwhelmingly, that is the emphasis of Bible prophecy. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. Uh, Just by comparison, the new birth, the need to be born again, is mentioned seven times in the Bible. And we'd all agree the new birth is important. Jesus said you can't see the kingdom of heaven without being born again. New birth is mentioned seven times. Faith and repentance. Again, those are important. Faith and repentance are mentioned 20 times in the Bible. The second coming of Jesus Christ is referred to over 1,800 times in the Bible. 24 of the 27 books of the New Testament mention the second coming. The three books that don't mention the second coming are Philemon, 2 John, and 3 John, each one chapter long. First and 2 Thessalonians mentions the second coming in every chapter. The entire book of Revelation is about the second coming of Jesus Christ in his kingdom. And so the second coming and his kingdom and his kingdom age, it's an important theme in the Bible, heavily emphasized by God. That's what he's going to talk about now in chapters 4 and 5. Look at verse 1. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days. So that's our time stamp. So we're talking about the last days. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow to it. Now, we just ended chapter three with God telling us Jerusalem will be plowed under by the Babylonians. But now he says, but in the latter days. In the kingdom age. Jerusalem will be reestablished. And it will be on top of the mountains and exalted above all the hills, meaning in the kingdom age, Jerusalem will not only be the capital of Israel, it will be the capital over all of the earth. Above all governments. And during the kingdom age, people will flow to Jerusalem. Look at what it says in verse two. Many nations shall come and say, I love verse two, come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways. And we shall walk in his paths for out of Zion, the law shall go forth and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. So people will say, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. Notice Lord is in all capital letters there. It's Yahweh. Let us go up to the mountain of Yahweh, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he, the Lord Yahweh, will teach us 
his ways. <laughs> this is going to be so glorious and so wonderful. During the kingdom age, we'll go up to Jerusalem and Jesus will teach us his ways. He'll give the Bible studies. It says out of Zion, the law shall go forth for all the earth. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem for all of the earth. As Jesus is reigning over all the earth from Jerusalem and people from all over the earth going up to Jerusalem to the house of God. And God will teach us. Jesus will teach us and his law will go out over all of the earth. From Jerusalem, the world will be ruled by Jesus Christ and governed according to God's word. Now, we cannot begin to imagine a world that obeys God's word. That is governed by God's word. What will that be like when all the nations of the earth live according to the Bible? And the standards of God's word. And there's no more corrupt leaders. There's no more injustice. There's no more unrighteousness in the world. Now, there are many, many passages in the Bible that describe the kingdom age when Jesus Christ rules as king of kings and lord of lords from Jerusalem over all the earth. I just want to show you a handful of them because we don't have time to go through all of them. So you can just listen or you can turn there if you want to see them for yourself. In your Bible, but you can start out in Isaiah chapter 9. This is a verse that you know from Christmas. Some of you may know the first part of the verse and may not be familiar with the rest of the verse. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Speaking of Jesus, look what it says next and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Look at verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Be No end to his government, no end to the peace that he brings to this earth. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment. That's right judgment. And justice from that time forward, even forever. He's going to establish a kingdom on the earth from Jerusalem on the throne of David. He's going to rule with judgment and justice. And his kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Now go with me over to we're just going to look at a handful of verses Jeremiah chapter 3. There's so much in just these two verses in Jeremiah chapter 3, beginning in verse 17. At that time, we're talking about those latter days in the kingdom age. At that time, Jerusalem shall be called the throne of the Lord. Again, notice Lord's all capital letters, the throne of Yahweh. And all the nations shall be gathered to it, to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem. Again, we saw that in Micah. Every, all the nations will flow to Jerusalem. All the nations will be gathered to Jerusalem, it says. Look at the end of the verse 17. No more shall they follow the dictates of their own evil hearts. During the kingdom, people will no longer follow the dictates of their own evil hearts. 
leaders will no longer follow the dictates of their own rewards. In those days, the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel. Remember, in Micah's day, Israel's divided into two kingdoms, the northern kingdom of Israel, the southern kingdom of Judah. But in the kingdom age, they're going to be reunified together. In those days, the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel, and they shall come together out of the land of the north to the land that I have given as an inheritance to your father. So Israel will be reestablished in the kingdom age, unified together under the rule of Jesus Christ, the King of Kings. Now go with me over to Daniel chapter 7. I only have 47 more verses for us. <laughs> Just kidding. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. Daniel has this vision. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man. You know from our Matthew study that that's a title for the Messiah that Jesus liked to use for himself. The Son of Man. It comes from Daniel chapter 7. Behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven, and he came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him, to the Son of Man, was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, the one which shall not be destroyed. Again, all of the nations of the world are going to come under his dominion, and his kingdom will be an everlasting kingdom. Now go over to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 11. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, to Yahweh, and they shall become my people. Look what it says. And I will dwell in your midst. Who's going to dwell in the midst? The Lord Yahweh. Jesus Christ. And I will dwell in your midst. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. And the Lord will take possession of Judah as his inheritance in the Holy Land. This is where we get the phrase Holy Land, by the way. And I will again choose Jerusalem. Remember Micah, the end of Micah chapter 3, verse 12, Jerusalem's going to be plowed up like a field. It's going to be completely destroyed. But here God is saying, I'm going to dwell in your midst, and I will again choose Jerusalem. Be silent, all flesh before the Lord, for he is aroused from his holy habitation, it says. Now, turn over to chapter 8 of Zechariah, verse 3. Thus says the Lord. It's Yahweh, it's capital letters, Yahweh. Thus says the Lord, I will return to Zion and dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. Now you can stop right there. And the Lord God, Yahweh, says, I will return to Zion, which should immediately prompt the question of when was he in Zion before? When Jesus Christ came the first time. God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. In Zion, in Jerusalem, and look what he says when he returns to Zion the second time, Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth. Remember what Micah said? The city is built upon iniquity. <laughs> the city is built upon bloodshed. When Christ establishes his kingdom on the earth, the capital of the world will be known as the city of truth. He asked me how I know, and I say, 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan Sexton is continuing to teach through the book of Micah, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again, or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life, so please let us know by giving us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer request with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll be sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Micah. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.